there's some cool builders out there. Um, this this week, we've got a an interview with a lady named Elaine Lally. Now, Elaine Lally has a really groovy uh, uh, company uh, or business, I should say. Probably, uh, she builds guitar. She makes guitar straps, and she makes them beautifully. She makes amazing guitar straps. I actually love them so much. Not only did I buy. I actually decided to sell them in the shop because they just—they really speak to me, and I just—I wanted to share her story of how she got into it and what she does. Uh, that'll be—we'll uh, be playing that this week uh, on the interview, so uh, on the podcast. So look out for that. Um, we are also doing this week a couple of videos for the YouTube channel, the Cigar Box Guitar Builder YouTube channel. So keep an eye out on that. We are doing a. Um, well, firstly, we're, 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 I'm, I'm just giving an example of how you can actually make a box, make an interesting uh, box to actually build your cigar box guitar from. They don't actually have to be made from cigar box guitars. So I know some of the Facebook groups in the last couple of months have had some major blow-ups and people getting rather nasty about stereotyping cigar box guitars as just cigar box guitars it's look I, I, I couldn't care less either way if it's made out of cigar box or a box I just I want to hear how it sounds and plays um, I just think it's it's semantics really I think CBG is probably the the, the safest way to the safest thing to call them uh, I know from previous posts that Shane Spiel doesn't like calling them CBGs um, but look that's okay that's all right um, so yeah, look, we're back, and hopefully we're going to be back, and we're going to be a lot more, and I've said this a few times, so I do apologise, if you don't believe me, if you think I'm full of shit, then I completely understand, um, but I, I do have one uh, one excuse, and it's simply that we opened the shop, and it's just been absolutely insane, so things are kind of, uh, we're trying, hey Tim, you coming down? <laughs> Oh, look, I've just bumped into Tim, Tim Mason. I'm driving along in the car, you can hear that, and I'm doing the interview, and I'm bumped into Tim Mason, uh, who builds the amplifiers for me. He builds amazing amplifiers under the name of Oak Amps. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to chat with him soon. Sorry, anyway, that was a major digression. <laughs> My bad. Anywho. All right, well, look, hopefully you'll enjoy episode 49 of The Cigar Box Guitar Builder. Uh, we're looking forward to um, seeing a lot more of you and um, please go over to the new YouTube channel called The Cigar Box Guitar Builder and subscribe, join us. Uh, heaps of tips and tricks and all sorts of fun things as uh, I suppose Ben Crow would say. I'm, I'm, I'm quoting ben, ben Crow from Crimson Guitars now. Um, hey, come and join us, have some fun and uh, with no further ado, let's get on with the episode. Alright, uh, we're here with uh, Elaine Lally from My Mum Drives a UFO. And uh, My Mum Drives a UFO, what, what an interesting name. Where okay, all right, okay. Well, um, I guess we'll, we'll get to what it is that I do, but when I um, started this little business, little kind of micro-enterprise, I wanted a name that um, kind of reflected, kind of created a kind of sense of the kind of retro, kind of sci-fi, little bit of uh, kind of 50s vibe kind of kind of thing which is kind of reflected in the whole 
kind of, I suppose, in the whole kind of brand. Um, and um, it, I, I tossed around a lot of things. And um, in the end, I kind of thought, oh, well, I'll, I'll think of a song lyric that kind of uh, is something that I'm uh, kind of trying to gravitate towards. Um, and the song, and nobody who I have spoken to about this has ever spontaneously recognised where it comes from, which I, I guess is actually quite a good thing because awesome. you know people say it's a really cool name. Mm. You know, where did it come from? So there's a song by the Cramps, and the Cramps are kind of one of my favourite bands, and I. Um, in terms of my uh, the kind of both the kind of music um, you know Poison Ivy's guitar the Gretsch the orange 6120 Gretsch that sort of thing I just kind of love that whole kind of vibe so the Cramps have a song called Mystery Plane and uh, it's a typical sort of song of kind of teenage angst um, and this kid is basically kind of half alien half human and the first line of the song is, my daddy drives a UFO. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so that's basically, so when I kind of, I kind of thought, okay, da my daddy drives a UFO, okay, and then I sort of, so as you do, you start Googling, okay. But so there is somebody who has the kind of the handle, yeah. daddy drives a UFO. So, but then I thought, actually, my mum or mom drives the UFO would actually be cooler and would be more what it is that I'm trying to do. So that's really, and then I kind of tossed around, well, is it my mum drives the UFO or is it my mom drives the UFO? Is it mommy drives? You know, so, so we've gone with mom, M-O-M? No, no, it's mum. It's my mum, yeah. So right. it's kind of, yeah, it's what I would call my mum. Yeah. So I, yeah. the, the thing so that's that, where it comes from. Yeah. Well, the thing that I absolutely loved was when I, when I first, I think I first found you. I don't think I was introduced to you, although I've known you for a little while and we've got mutual friends. Yeah, yeah. I think I actually found you on Instagram, and it yeah. was one of those things that that I, I love Instagram because it it just, although. Uh, I'm obviously very interested in guitars and cigar box guitars and. And the music making side of things from there, it's when you go onto the search engine uh, on on Instagram, quite often it throws it throws all of these different different pages at you or these different um, uh, I suppose uh, profiles at you. And one of the ones that came up that I was immediately impressed with was my mum drives a UFO, <laughs> yeah. and that's and I suppose it's at this point now where you know without trucks going past and everything like that in a real life situation here um, one of the things that, that I suppose we need to talk about is what what exactly is it that you do and I found you and I was blown away by these awesome guitar straps <laughs> they were brilliant they were like for me guitar straps were always they always used to be just something that sat in the bag you'd get it you'd throw it on and uh, and the only and the only one that I think I, I ever owned that I really, really liked was a Levis one. And uh, I think people were Levi's or Levis. And the one I had was a, like a, a black one with yellow zigzags through it and all that sort of stuff. But even then it just kind of, because I wasn't gigging, it was just something that always kind of sat. So when I found your page on Instagram, my mum drives a UFO, the first thing that I did was placed an order with you yeah I you just, messaged me I yeah remember. yeah yeah and then we discovered that actually we were 
you know, in the same area and in fact you were coming to a gig that was just around the corner from, you know, so that's right, had, yeah. the, the exchange, the transaction actually happened in that's person, right, which is just right. a kind of... Oh, there was a party on the patio party four, the I patio, think. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. With, uh, with at the Hawkesbury Hotel. Hawkesbury Hotel. So a little yeah, plug yeah. for the Hawkesbury Hotel there as well. Let's yeah. go and check it out. Um, but tell us about tell us about okay. your product. So okay, so guitar strap. Like you, I think I you know I've been playing guitar for not for a huge length of time. You know, your your listeners can't sort of see me, but you know, like I'm a you know, a lady of a certain kind of age. You know, I'm a man not of a certain age. Not <laughs> <laughs> a young person. And I, I when I, um, when I was a teenager, I kind of, you know, played a little bit of guitar and I hung around with people who played guitar. And then it kind of got left by the wayside. And when I turned um, 50, you know, as you do, you kind of make certain decisions about doing things that you maybe wanted to do and never actually got around around to doing. Yeah, so, hence I understand. Hence the shop. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so I started having guitar lessons and I you know uh, put some money into buying you know reasonable equipment. You know I, I bought a really nice Gretsch. You know not not a sixty one not an orange sixty one twenty because I didn't want an orange guitar. I bought a Tennessee Rose Gretsch. Um, and you know you've got nice guitars you want straps and so I kind of yeah I, I sort of looked around and I found some quite nice straps on Etsy that have that are the kind of you know webbing fabric covered you know, sort of stuff that I, that I do and I bought some of those and um, you know this is uh, you know about 18 months ago I suppose I sort of looked at one of these straps and I thought these this actually don't look that difficult to make yeah and I, um, so I sort of, you know, I kind of looked around at, uh, you know, basically I pulled one apart, basically. <laughs> I sort of, sort of pulled it apart. Okay, all right, so that's how it's folded together. I unpicked the stitching. I had a look at, oh, okay, so that's what they've done. I had a little bit of a look for, okay, how do you get the webbing? How do you get the um, fittings, the plastic bits? Um, the leather, you know, how can I stitch the leather onto the webbing, all of those sorts of things. I figured all of that stuff out. And then I thought, oh, okay, well, then I, I kind of went online and started buying all of these amazing fabrics. Yeah. So the first sort of uh, ones, uh, those ones that I made. And then I had a couple of, um, actually just friends of mine around the place um, say to me, oh, would you be able to do a custom one for me? So I had one um, friend of mine who's um, very into the kind of mod um, kind of culture and he was having a guitar um, custom spray painted, yeah. uh, kind of, you know, red with a kind of mod, the kind of bullseye yeah. symbol, um, you know, so, you know, together kind of online we had a look at some patterns and we... You know, I made a, actually I made two straps for him, and yeah. I've got I have bought enough fabric for another couple of straps. So there's another couple of those floating floating around somewhere as well. Like the the who was the it who? The who? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the but then what happened? And this is coming now to the strap that kind of arrested your attention <laughs> on um, Instagram is a friend of mine said I've just bought this guitar. Um, and it was a, a Vince Ray, the 
Mars attacks, what is it, the guitar monster from outer space, yep. all this lettering, this kind of amazing kind of graphic art, Vince Ray kind of done all kinds of amazing kind of uh, graphics for all kinds, all kinds of people. Um, and he bought this guitar that has this, all this kind of painting on it and he wanted a strap to go with that. And so I kind of thought, well, you know, Vince Ray's art is copyrighted, I can't do anything yeah. with that. Yeah. But I sort of thought about those inspirations, which, you know, goes back to my original kind of, I suppose, my thinking about what my brand is, you mm. know, the retro, the kind of vintage, the kind of like the sci-fi, you know, like that sort of, um, sort of stuff. And I thought, well, I'll have a look online and I'll see what images I can find that are, um, you know, not copyright. Mm. Um, you know, and I was looking at the kind of 30s, 40s, 50s, sci-fi magazine covers yeah, which yeah. kind of when I was a teenager I read all of that you know like those short stories mm. and you know so this kind of whole sci-fi thing is yeah. kind of thick a lot of that a lot of that a lot of that artwork's been been put out there now for public use that's hasn't right it? a lot yeah. of it is on Wikimedia Commons yeah um, and you know you can find the things you can check what the you know so I was doing I'm doing Google image searches with the settings set to um, for commercial use, because yeah. you know, I, I, I you know, I kind of want to do this properly, you know, yeah, as yeah, as you, you would, you know, your your um, you know, your advertising something as a commercial product mm. in you know public commercial internet space. So you know, I definitely don't want to be infringing on any, anybody's copyright. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's how um, you know, and there's now about ten different straps. So the initial sort of three straps were three. Um, what I did was the guitar has a sort of, it's a sort of greenish, yellowish, kind of even kind of bluish sort of um, kind of overall uh, kind of colour spectrum. Yeah. So what I did was I got those images and I, I did, a, I, 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 you know, did a reasonable amount of work mm. re really in kind of creating, making sure they were in a colour space that yeah. was going to go with the guitar and there was one and I call them amazing blue amazing red and amazing yellow <laughs> for my own kind of internal kind of purposes of keeping track of you know which ones they are um, and so those are the initial kind of sci-fi magazine cover ones yep. and then I thought well actually kind of horror movie monster movie sci-fi movie sort of those um, you know, so that's another, like, kind of that was the next yeah, step yeah. beyond that. Um, and then I kind of realised, well, those ones are going really well. What else can I do? So I, there's a, a strap that has World War II propaganda um, posters yep. that are specifically uh, kind of around um, domestic culture, you know, women getting yeah, back into the workforce so. and that, that sort of stuff. Um, there's one that has um, some kind of comic book covers mm. and, um, yeah, whatever else. Yeah. Some of the things that I've actually found, and, and whether or not this is something intentional that, that, that you've done from a woman's perspective, one of the things that I really like is, and the thing that my wife has actually commented on because she's seen them, is the yeah. very positive imagery that you've, you've chosen for some of the, the designs that, you know, 
that you've used a very yeah, strong yeah. female uh, you know a, a focus on on especially with the World War Two things of, of what's yeah. actually hap- what, what actually happened and and the work that you know that women did then and whether or not it's it's something that's that was intentional but I find it very, very positive. All of the all of the artwork that I've actually seen yeah, has yeah. been treated with uh, a lot of fun. I think it's been well chosen, um, yeah, yeah. and that's and that really is one of the things that I that I've I always try and uh, look at positivity, look at things that are very positive, and a lot of that the the art and uh, even the horror movie themes and things like that are all I find, especially with the fifties and the and the forties yeah, yeah. stuff, is so tongue in cheek. It's, it's kind of B movie. It's kind of a little bit tacky. Isn't it's it a wonderful? little bit kind of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. Look, it, it's very, very deliberate. Yeah. So, I, I, I kind of, I mean, I know that you're interested in branding because you put, you, you know, you posted something on mm, your mm. social media, and I kind of, at the time, I was thinking, oh, I should probably reply to that because it's something I have quite a lot of, I've done quite a lot of thinking about. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and I probably should come clean and mention that in my in a previous life I was an academic and I was in communication so and I've taught social media and I you know to kind of PR and communication students. So yeah. Sorry, come in, come in, come in, come in. That's okay, come in. No. We could be losing that's so no. I think they w- walked in and saw Lloyd and went, Oh my god <laughs> Yeah. She'll come back. Yeah. It was important she'll come back. Um, yeah, so I kind of, I understand a brand as being a kind of coherent symbolic space mm. that encapsulates imagery and values. Yeah. You know, that's kind of, like, you know, from my academic background, that kind of, that understanding of what cultural form yeah. is. And, and, and in particular, a kind of like material culture form, mm. you know, that there's a kind of quote, you know, that material culture, you know, this sort of stuff makes culture material. Yeah. So actually by kind of creating a kind of set of these things and kind of putting them out there as kind of, you know, with this tag, you know, my mum drives a UFO, which is kind of, it's female, it's explicitly kind of female friendly. Yeah. And that was, you know, that initial kind of insight that was, my mum drives a UFO is so much better than my dad drives yeah. like it's yeah. you know like yeah. it's it's right okay that's what it is and kind of then what does it do what does it mean what does it create mm. so you know I, I'm kind of in there doing the creating but in some ways what I'm trying to do is kind of remain true to that sort of you know and I really wanted my the, I wanted the majority of my customer base to be women. Yeah. I think it's. I, look, I'd like to think it's probably fifty fifty. You know. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of guys are in, are attracted to my straps. Look, look the thing is, I thought. Uh, I think the big thing is from a from a male perspective. I don't find uh, the the. Well, firstly, my mum drives a UFO. I don't find that. Uh, I, as imagery, it's hard to hard to say this because we're, it's it's an audio you know audio forum that we're, we're talking at the moment. You can't see the pictures, but I'll put some pictures up uh, on the group of of the, the of some of the work. <laughs> well done, Lloyd. <laughs> the old bass amplifiers kicked back in again. That's all good, mate. <laughs> um, I actually find it very friendly from a male point of view as well. I yeah. don't think it's it's um, 
yes, I think that we need to have definitely more of a, a female presence in our building community as far as cigar box guitar building there yeah. are some amazing female builders out there yeah um but even from our point of view i have to admit I, you're the first uh, first woman we've actually interviewed for the for the for the podcast yeah. which i'm yeah. firstly i'm wrapped with which is which is great and i'm hoping to have a lot more but when it comes to uh, my Instagram, the feedback you get on Instagram and Facebook, etc., 95% of the listeners or 95% of the people who are engaging are male. Yeah. So... And look, that, that is going to be the case because um, I, 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 I inhabit online spaces mm. where women congregate and non-binary people, people who don't identify as... As you know, typically male, mm. for example, and they talk about the the terrible responses that they, it's it's mm. toxic out there. This oh. whole idea of kind of toxic ma- masculinity mm. and um, kind of trolling and you know, look, there's some kind of horrible. Look, there's a. I mean, yeah, it's a, is it a family audience? You know, like there's, yeah, there's you know yeah. debates around. Um, you know, stomp boxes that have, mm. um, you know, kind of sexually explicit, kind yeah. of, you know, nasty yeah. sorts of names. And when women actually call out that sort of behaviour mm. and say, look, actually the research is now showing, all those statistics are now showing that in fact um, women more and more mm. are, are buying guitars and, you know, the, yeah, the, the, you know like they the, don't all have to have daisies on them or, you know, be right. daisy yeah, rockets, yeah. No, you know, it's... it's, it's so, so I think, so I think, you know, your while your commenters might be overwhelmingly male, I wouldn't assume that your audience is overwhelmingly mm. male. Um, I, it's quite possible that, and I think, you know, that's one one thing you might want to think about mm. is how you can kind of enact a, a welcoming culture that kind of. Um, it, you know, th- through things like moderation yeah, and yeah. kind of making sure that, uh, it, yeah, that you know, comments that are not, you know, particularly helpful. Or, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it comes down to business. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it, at, the, at the end of the day, why alienate 50% of the human race from, yeah. from, the poten- from potential sales? Yeah. And that's the thing. And I will get back, we'll get back to your product. Because yeah. the thing that I find from a male point of view, although you've, as I said before, although you've named it, my mum drives a UFO, I actually find it very, as a, as a male, I'm quite happy to go in and buy any of those products because they, there are, there's something there, I think, for everybody. If you want, yeah. we've got a strap here at the moment, which is gorgeous. It's, it's, it's pink. It's got peace symbols all over it. It's, it's a beautiful strap. I wouldn't necessarily buy that. I find that quite effeminate. But I find, isn't it wonderful that we've got a product there that that, that if somebody wants that, yeah. look, let's be honest, there might yeah. be blokes that walk in and go, oh my God, that's exactly what I want for my ukulele. It's, it's there for everybody. Now, before we finish, I just want to finalise a couple of things, a couple of questions. We know you make guitar straps. Mm. What else do you make? Okay, well, um, I... I have the online store. I have um, an Etsy store, um, and uh, you know people can find me on Instagram as you mm-hmm. did. You know, just go- I mean that was one of the things in my initial research. You know, it's got to be a Googleable name. Yes. If you, if you Google my mum drives a UFO, what you get is me. You yeah. don't get you know 
does that. Let's face it, it's quite a memorable, <laughs> it's right. a memorable right. company name, that's isn't right. it? It's yeah. a product name. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, but I also do market stalls at the Rock and Roll Markets in Sydney. Right, yes. And um, because, uh, you know, just going to a market only with guitar straps just kind of limits, um, uh, you know, how many people you're actually going to be able to sell things mm. to. I do tote bags and I've um, been making little kind of accessory organisers. Um, uh, I Somebody uh, asked me to make them some little bandana bibs for oh, babies. Oh, well. yeah. <laughs> and um, so for the last rock and roll market, I, I made some of those, and they actually, like, they were flying off the shelves as oh, well. Wow. So for the mark, basically I'll make anything that yeah. kind of is, you know, particularly using those fabrics. So the um, so I make little kind of pouches and that, that sort of thing, mm. thing as well. And I have actually just... I mean, partly. I mean, partly the reason that they aren't online is because I need to get around to working out well what are the postage costs for. Because yeah. a lot of my sales are to are overseas. I'd say probably, and for the online store, um, only about ten percent would be in Australia. Yeah. I'd say maybe sixty percent is to the US, and wow, then the rest all, yeah. all over the world. Yeah. Actually, I've yeah. sent straps. Turkey, to Japan. To so Dubai. if somebody's listening at the moment and they think, okay, look, I really want to go and check this out. I've found it on Instagram. If you've got links on Instagram to the Etsy store. Yep, yep, right? yep, yep. That's, you know, link in bio. Okay, <laughs> yep, fantastic. And yeah. the, the Instagram page, which I don't update often enough and, you know, I really need, need to do more with it, but, um, you know, it, there's time involved in taking photographs yep. of all of the stuff that you, you would have found. Absolutely. Um, I try to make the Instagram page essentially be like a kind of... Um, Hello. Um, like a little bit of showcase. Yep. So, you know, on the Instagram, like I try to make sure that uh, there's a you know w- when you first load up the page what you see is a kind of a random ran- re- random and reasonably yep. representative selection of what is of what uh, we can get what what there is fantastic right? yeah. well elaine thank you so much for joining us on the cigar box guitar builder no, and uh really thanks, appreciate Sarah. your yeah. time thank and you. thank you for you should have you should have mentioned that they're also in your shop front in katoomba well they are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks again okay I just had the most remarkable day today. Just uh, uh, one of those wonderful, wonderful days that you just walk away from work. It wasn't because we were busy. In fact, it was very quiet today. We had a couple of people come in, but not really any sales. Sold sold a couple of records, uh, listened to a few records, but uh, my mate Lloyd came in. And uh, for those who don't know, Lloyd uh, Lloyd comes in and works with me every now and again. And uh, he... uh, he brought in this old treasure of a guitar today. I've got to tell you, this is, it's, it's, that's why I'm calling this Don't Throw It Away. Um, way back when, uh, there was uh, up in Katooma, probably, probably about 10 years ago. Now, I've been living up here in the Blue Mountains for about six years. And uh, probably about 10, maybe 15 years ago, when my wife and I used to drive up here, up here from Sydney. We're about, a, this is about an hour away from Sydney, hour and, hour and 20 minutes maybe, from the centre of Sydney. Um, I remember going into this, this, this shop up in the main street of Katoomba, and it's, uh, it's a shop that's kind of fallen into a little bit of um, local folklore. Um, I'm going to explain this shop when I walked in. It was just incredible. I, I, I'll never forget it. Walking into this shop, 
upstairs. You wouldn't have even known it was there barring a, a, a hand-painted sign. And you went up this kind of crazy old staircase up into this up into this first floor um, store above the street. The shops there generally have a, a you know, a, being 1920s, 1930s in, 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 in age, or in, you know, in, uh, when they were made, um, you used to have the, the, the living premises above and you'd have your store below. Anyway, up at, you walk through this door and it was, it was wall-to-wall broken guitars. Uh, I'm not kidding you. It was just the, the guys that were in there, um, and I, I, I can't remember their names, um, unfortunately, but I, I do remember going in and introducing myself and saying, hi, I, I love this. This is just wonderful. And the guys were so, were so open and so just really amazing. And I, I remember going in and just thinking, I, I could die here. You know, it was just all of these old guitars and all of these old necks and old bodies that were just everywhere. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And um, the very first thing I did when I moved up here about six years ago was I went looking for that shop. Um, and I couldn't find it. And I, it was one of those things where I, I, every time I'd come up to Katoomba, because I, I live in Hazelbrook, which is halfway up the Blue Mountains. Katoomba's kind of at the top. Um... I'd go looking for this shop and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. I think, well, am I on the right side of the street? Was it, is it gone? Is the building, has it been demolished to make way for a, a big supermarket? Or I couldn't find it. And I, I ended up finding out very recently, actually, after after I opened the store about 11 weeks ago, um, that uh, apparently the fellow who, who had the shop had passed away. And a, a lot of the guitar pieces had, had gone off and to various people around the area and, and things have been left and all that sort of stuff but it was it, it was the shop that instilled in me this this absolute love of the broken guitar you know the, and the idea of resurrecting old guitars or making music from from old broken instruments or instruments that, that you would normally throw away you know some anyway let me get back to Lloyd, my mate Lloyd. Now Lloyd came in today with this with this old guitar, and um, oh my God, it had character. It, the bridge, the the bridge was held on with. It's an acoustic guitar. Uh, the the bridge was was held on with with screws. You know, straight into the straight into the into the top. You know, it was lifting at the back, uh, up by three millimeters you know, three, four millimetres in parts, and uh, the neck had these old brass frets that, that were sharp on the edges, and uh, he thinks, and I think as well, I agree with him, that, that it, must have been, it must have been a homemade guitar. It was hand-painted, uh, had this crazy uneven volute behind the, um, behind the head, uh, you know, behind the headstock, uh, where, where the headstock joins the top of the neck, and it was just—it was so full of character, just absolutely amazing old thing. Um, and he'd only just gotten it back from a friend, uh, probably about five or six weeks ago, or something like that. And he—he'd fallen in love with this old guitar again, and uh, he was playing it today. He brought it in, and I've got to be honest—I fell in love with it too. I just—it was just such an amazing piece of work you know that, that it, it didn't need to be restored 
did it, it it was just it was just perfect just just the way it was um, I'm gonna sorry I've got the phone down by my down by my, I'm driving so I've got the phone down by my thigh I'm bringing it back up so you're probably going to get an audible volume difference I apologize for that but as I said look this is just an off-the-cuff podcast that I really wanted to put up and um, it didn't need to be fixed um, I think if if we fixed it, the 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 sound of it would have changed. It would have changed entirely. Um, so with that in mind, uh, I sell these um, PCO kits, um, which I make. And uh, Lloyd said, "Look," he said, "Can we can we can we throw one in?" And I said, "Absolutely." So all it took it took five minutes. I'm not kidding you. It took it took five minutes. I said, "Here's here's a kit." I gave him a bit of tape. I said, "Stick it on the top. Figure out where, where you want, where you want the PZO to be. Where, where do you reckon it's going to get the, the right noise for you?" So we put it in. We, we figured out we'd actually put it in just in front of, in front of the bridge. Probably, you know, probably good that we did that because the back of the bridge, as I said, is three millimeters off the off the fretboard being pulled up. Um, so we stuck this PZO in. We drilled two holes in the top of the guitar, one for the one for the volume dial and one for the output jack. And I had this old, um, this old uh, volume knob uh, from an old, um, an old made in Japan, Les, uh, Les Paul copy that, uh, that I'd basically, I'd, I'd fixed. And we'd, we'd put matching knobs on because there were only three knobs left on this guitar and we couldn't, you know. And it's, it was just, I can't tell you the sound when we put it through a little old Princeton Japanese, um, not Fender Princeton, a little Japanese uh, Japanese Princeton five watt amplifier uh, with a bit of reverb, natural reverb from the from the shop because everything in the shop vibrates. I, I can't tell you the sound. It was glorious. It was it was absolutely just a glorious noise that wouldn't have existed if we'd fixed the guitar. So sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they don't need to be fixed. Sometimes the sound that you're getting out of out of out of the, these old beaten up instruments is um, is magical. Don't fix it. <laughs> you know, if it's broke, don't fix it. Um, definitely worth a try if you if you love uh, it, and Lloyd's Lloyd's an old blues player from way back he's he's um, uh, just just wonderful I'm, I'm putting up a, um, a video of Lloyd playing this beaten up old guitar um, it's it's called blues wreckers uh, he's named the guitar blues wrecker blues wreckers um, so have a little look if you can on my Facebook page I'll try and pop it up onto Instagram but it goes for almost four minutes so anyway look this is just the podcast today um, sometimes things don't need to be fixed. Sometimes if they're broke, don't fix them. Just play them. Um, it's just a thought, you know. Sometimes things do need to be fixed, let's be honest. But in this case, it, it, was, just, it was just a glorious noise.